Hey, I'm Andrew Hales. Welcome to another edition of Chatting With. Today I'm here with Dr. Joshua Guillaume. He's located in Los Angeles. Hello, pleasure to be on. Cosmetic dentist. That's right. You've been a dentist for about seven years now. About seven years, 2012. Is flossing really that important? It feels like no one flosses. <laughs> it doesn't feel like nobody flosses. People don't floss. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah, no. Like none of your patients floss. That I know of, a handful of them floss, but for the most part, they don't floss as much as they should. Yeah. Let's keep it at that. Maybe here and there. Do you floss? I floss, also not <laughs> as much as I should. Yeah, yeah. Do you use an electric toothbrush? Here and there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have a Sonicare. I have an Oral-B. I mean, they give them out to us, but... Uh, yeah, do you think that I electric use, makes I, a difference? It does. If you use it properly and you, you know, you're... So this is the situation with brushing. Yeah. It is more difficult to use a manual and get it right, but if you know how to get it right and you're comfortable with it, you can do it. The electric one kind of makes it a little bit easier to do it right, huh. if that makes sense. Okay. They have the same thing with flossing. They have a water pick that helps you. It's like a water flosser. Wow. I feel like that would be dangerous, like on the gums and would be like it, cutting it them. Yeah, it blasts a shoot of water. It isn't that sharp to be you know, damaging the gums, but if you know how to use like traditional floss, mm -hmm. but better, then that's better than the water flossing, but also people don't have floss either the correct when way. When you floss, yeah, and it bleeds, that means you have, you don't do it enough. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. I mean, well, a couple of things. You don't do it enough or the gums are a little inflamed. Perhaps there is some bacteria under there that needs to be cleaned. So most of our patients who, if they haven't had a cleaning in a while, yeah, there's probably some tartar under there. And I mean, if you floss every single day forever, if they don't get the foundation cleaned mm. and that inflammation down it will always bleed have you done stuff with veneers veneers is what i typically do only really yeah wow yeah I, these are veneers i got in 2013 yeah these four how do you like them i love them they're, yeah it changed my life game changer yeah, yeah. so that's that's <laughs> i i got into dentistry because i chipped my tooth in high school yeah. and it was right before prom that it happened and a friend of a friend knew a dentist who I went in on a Saturday night, got it fixed right before. Whoa. Because it was a big deal. My date's like, we can't take pictures <laughs> like that. Like that's... Yeah. So it was a game changer. Yeah. So, okay. So that's kind of what's got you That's how that. I started. My, for my early aspiration was to go into like medicine, like medical doctor. Mm -hmm. But this was like the hands-on approach to doing that. That yeah. was way cooler, I thought. How much schooling is dentistry? Four years. After bachelor? After four, yeah. Four years after the four-year bachelor. When you put veneers on... A tooth. I sometimes I feel like it's like my real tooth is rotting underneath the veneer or something. We actually get this question a lot, so <laughs> I'll post you know a before and after on Instagram, and we'll get a bunch of comments, X Y Z, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. A typical one is what happens to the teeth underneath? Are they going to rot? Um, it's essentially similar to getting a filling done. If it's done the right way, if the doctor performing the procedure does it right, the tooth is completely sterile and clean underneath, the veneer is bonded on mm -hmm. correctly, totally sealed, nothing could get in under there. Okay. You may, in 10 or 20 years, see a little bit of staining around the gum line mm. where the veneer and the tooth underneath meet, but it isn't necessarily the tooth rotting, under, rotting underneath. When's the best time to go to the dentist? Like what age? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, tooth hurty. Gotcha. Have, have you heard that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Have you never heard that? I've never heard that. Oh, I would imagine like you're, you're always getting that. I, I need know. to post that. Okay, you're stranded on an island mm. and you have a toothache and an ice skate. What do you, what do you do? <laughs> I've how, seen it. How would, and how would you handle that situation? I would have probably done the same thing. Really? Yeah. Wow. So the writer just kind of got it right yeah. as far as accuracy. There, we've had patients come in who have that same tooth pain. Yeah. They've had five kids before that, and they said this tooth pain compared compared to their labor pain was a hundred times worse. Wow. Yeah. Man. No epidural either. Have you ever had a uh, Have you ever had like a tooth ache? I guess or myself had to get one time. Okay. One time. Plus and you had, to get, you, you had to get it taken out. No, no. So if he wasn't stranded on an island, he would go to I think it was Doctor Spalding. Uh, <laughs> or who was his dentist oh, on the, on the, in the movie? I don't know, yeah. Um, and he would gone in and had a root canal done. Essentially, what had happened to him was the cavity went into the nerve of the tooth. The nerve was getting infected, so he felt the pain. The only option there was to pop the tooth out. Here, you would go to an endodontist and have the nerve of the tooth taken out. So you would get a root canal. Okay. Are those kind of pricey? Well, ranges. 1000 yeah. to 2000 bucks. Um, is each dentist uh, just different? Like some are more greedy than others as far as charging for um, stuff? I wouldn't say greedy. I would say the location. So mm. if you're going to go into somewhere in middle America where the rent is much lower and the overhead for the office is much lower, hmm. you can get incredible dental work for from a specialist who doesn't have that, you know, his expenses aren't that high, so you can get a better deal. Okay. Versus if you go into a super high-end area. Right. The overhead is higher. Yeah, yeah. The worst teeth you've ever seen. Like what? Do you have any um, stories so like that? Absolutely. So when <laughs> I was in when I was in dental school, we I went to I went to USC. So we're it's in you know South LA. We work with a lot of like you know the inner city population around there. And my career actually began seeing kids. That's the route I thought I was gonna end up in because you know I didn't want to deal with adults and they all hate the dentist and I didn't want to deal with that. I didn't want the first thing that people were going to tell me is, Hey, I hate the dentist. Yeah. It was, yeah. But when you go to the kid, when you see kids, it's more about, Oh, you know, they have baby teeth. It's just fun and games. You'll give them a toy and you like it. Yeah. However, the, in some of the schools that I went to, the education, the oral hygiene education wasn't as popular as it should have been. So kids weren't brushing their teeth. They were going to bed with like milk uh, and grandparents were babysitting and they would give them sodas. So that would rot their teeth completely. So you would mm. see a three-year-old with <laughs> missing all their teeth. Well, aren't the baby teeth? They don't even matter, right? You know. So the baby teeth, they they matter. <laughs> well, no, they're just gonna fall out anyway. They are gonna fall out, but they don't fall out until the kid's like seven or eight years old. Hmm. So they need to have those teeth from two to about seven. Hmm. Earliest six, some of them start to fall out, and then the molars way in the back, like their kid baby molars. You keep some of those till you're around 10, 11. Hmm. So, yes, you're going to get a new set, but for a considerable amount of time, you're going to have those baby teeth. And if they rot, you can have an infection, and that infection is in hmm. your head, basically, yeah. in your throat, okay. and it's dangerous. Put it this way, more children die from dental complications, because wow. when dentistry and dental infections get really big and they have to go to see a dentist, they sometimes need to be put under, and that anesthesia mixed with all the amount of work that they need to do leads to more accidents 
in children than it does for adults. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's it's a it's not something to mess with. So you deal a lot with laughing gas. We do a lot of yeah nitrous is, gas. <laughs> how safe is nitrous? Very safe. Yeah, can, can you overdose safe. on it? Not really. I mean, we don't want to be wait, on is it. Is that for, the same as like whippets, like with a with a you know whipped cream can that people do? Similar, like at parties and stuff. Similar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this is just. This one, we mix it with oxygen and it's titrated and it's leveled out. So it's, it's yeah. pretty safe. Are you just sucking on that all day? So when the patients come <laughs> in and they're totally scared, yeah. we, we give them some. But yeah. when we get the new tanks, sometimes we set them up and my assistants and I, we try it out a bit. Yeah. <laughs> make sure that it works. Um, we actually put in a new unit, so we tried it out. Can the general public buy those for themselves? No. Okay. No, there was a case <laughs> where a dental assistant stole a tank from his from the, doc, yeah, the office yeah. that he worked at and took it to a party and filled up balloons with it. Yeah. Well, I think, well, I went to Russia and they, they, they hand out balloons with them, I think, at bars. And they're, yeah, and I was just doing it, whatever. It's interesting. You get yeah. a... I think it's maybe different le legalities in different countries. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. So, um, how many people, on average, how many, what percentage of people are anxious when they come in? A huge percent. Yeah, yeah like I'd say for, over 50%. Over, yeah, the majority of people, including myself, like I don't want to be in the dentist chair. Yeah. As soon as you get there, there's a tray next to you filled with sharp instruments that are going into, I'd say, the second most intimate part of your body. Yeah, yeah. So it's a big deal. Um, do you go to the dentist or do you operate on yourself? Depends what it is. I'll do my <laughs> own checkups here and there. I'll have my assistant take my x-rays. I'll go through them. We have a hygienist who does the cleaning, so she does my cleanings. And I have a ton of colleagues and friends. My younger brother's a dentist, so they do my checkups. Have you heard this thing about high suicide rates? Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Is that a rumor? or? You know, I thought it was a rumor. Yeah. And then I spoke to some people and they said it's true. Huh. It's going down now. That's good. Yeah. Why, why do you think, do you have any idea? So you're, I... you're in a high, part of it is you're in a high stress you know, situation all the time. You're working in a tiny area, someone's mouth. Mm. But most of the reason is, and most of why it is true is because dentists feel like they're underappreciated. So patients come in and the first thing they hear is they don't like the dentist. So for example, you so would think, just... yeah, you would think like a plumber or a trash man probably hates his job a little bit more because they're dealing with, you know, a dirtier situation. But mm. when you see the plumber coming in, he comes in and saves you. <laughs> saves the situation with yeah. trash guys you know helping you out but the dentist is more of like oh, i don't want to be here right yeah it's like so they're just kind of dealing with a lot of um negative energy and what all that yeah i don't know does everyone need to go to the dentist you definitely need to go to the dentist i'd advise at least twice a year really yeah the, the, wow. the american dental association recommends twice a year huh. to have your checkups done uh x-rays at least once a year okay um, wow. There's like a huge taboo about getting x-rays, but huh. they're totally safe once a year. And, and most of the offices now are using digital x-rays that have 90% lower, you know, radiation exposure than oh. the traditional x-rays. Okay. Standing outside in the sun for, you know, a few minutes is way more exposure. Um, twice a year. I don't, I think I've, I haven't been in like two years. Yeah. So what, what, but I feel fine. My teeth look fine. So, so what's, why should I go? So your teeth don't really have a good way of communicating with you. Mm -hmm. So they're not going to tell you there's an issue until it's too late. So you have the nerve inside your tooth and then you also have like your gums that have some nerve endings. 
until the bacteria gets all the way down into the nerve mm. or until you have a significant infection is really only when your body's going to tell you that there's a problem. Okay. So most of dentistry, if you go twice a year, is preventative. So a lot of patients always talk about oh, going to the dentist is so expensive. Like, oh, why are you guys, you know, charging so much? Hmm. Dentistry is not, going to the dentist is not that expensive. If you take care of it, it won't cost you anything. If you need dentist, if you need dental work hmm. from not going to the dentist or neglecting, that's when it gets a little expensive. I've heard fluoride is bad. It, what do you think? It's a <laughs> It's very controversial. So yeah. the American Dental Association has reported and there have been studies done from Harvard that are peer-reviewed journal articles like this is they set the foundation for what is credible hmm. and fluoride the levels that are put into some of the tap water in LA the fluoride that is in mouthwash in toothpaste in some other dental products is safe hmm. it's deemed safe there are a lot of reports from third-party websites and other more, I would say, holistic right. um, institutions. Yeah, conspiracy theorists. That, that, that talk about how fluoride <laughs> is harmful and, you know, neurotoxin and things like that. But I think at higher high doses, absolutely. The same with anything in high doses. Like even the air that we breathe, it has hmm. like nit nitrogen. High, high, you know, high, con high concentrations of nitrogen is also... Hmm. Toxic. Uh, one of the Twitter questions was like, where do they put their eyes? Do they look just right at you or like, <laughs> or do they close them? Or? So we, so know. we have a few things. We have TVs around the office. We have <laughs> yeah. glasses that we provide. Some people, you know, they close their eyes. Some people fall asleep. Some people are, well, some people will put to sleep. So we'll sedate them. Yeah. Occasionally there are patients that, you know, they don't want to, they don't want to watch anything or listen to anything. Mm -hmm. So they'll close their eyes. They'll look up. <laughs> Sometimes they're looking into my eyes. It's a little awkward. Yeah. I catch them. It's funny. Um, yeah, it would, I remember as a kid, I'd, I'd, it would be annoying when the dentist, like, tried to talk to me because, you know, I can't, uh, you know. Yeah, no, once I'm working, <laughs> I'm in the zone. I don't want them to talk because I'm working on their teeth. And if they're going to start talking, their tongue can get cut up. Mm -hmm. And I try to avoid asking them questions as well. Let's see. Candy, sugar, so, yeah, sugar's the number one culprit, right? It's, it's, it's huge. Sugar, sugary foods and acidy, fizzy, bubbly drinks. Okay. The Soda. Sodas, definitely. Sodas and sugar. So if you're having like these energy drinks that are high sugar and highly carbonated. Okay. So LaCroix is even bad, worse than like just normal water. So if it's, if it's, so I'm a huge, huge sparkling water drinker. Like, okay. But, you know, like Perrier, things that don't have a lot of sugar in it. Mm. And on its own, it isn't too bad. But some of that carbonation could dissolve the enamel slightly. Yeah. So everything is good in moderation. Hmm. So the, the, I guess we can talk about like how, so like why is it bad for you? What, you know, leads to problems? And that's the enamel is very delicate. Mm -hmm. So the foundation of getting a cavity is the bacteria that's in in your mouth naturally it needs to eat so it'll feed on sugar sugary foods and those sugary foods lead to the bacteria letting out acid as a waste product that acid is breaking down your enamel so if you combine that with acid in your diet now your enamel that's 
trying to fight off this bacteria as acid is already weakened itself. Hmm. So that's what happens when you get a cavity. You're essentially, a cavity is a hole in your tooth. And that hole is filled with the bacteria that's creating that hole. Oh. What percentage of people have to eventually get dentures, would you say? Mm, the population now, it's very rare. Oh. I see, so the baby, baby boomer population, people a little bit older, you know, in their 70s, 80s. Yeah. I mean, oral hygiene and like dental care wasn't that popular, oh. you know, 60 years ago. Okay. So, you yeah, know, my grandpa, our dentures. parents, our grandparents, you know, when they were younger, it, going to the de dentist was new. I mean, dentistry was pretty new. Hmm. Going to the dentist was, wasn't always that available. And not everyone brushed their teeth. As not much. everybody brushed their teeth. Yeah. Teeth didn't matter. Yeah. That was very popular. That was a very popular saying. Yeah. And now, especially with like dental implants, even yeah. if you're losing teeth, you can get new ones implanted. So you don't need to wear a denture. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> No, absolutely. I mean, I mean, I'm not. The last thing you want is to have a glass of water with teeth in it. <laughs> yeah. By your bed every night. I mean. Oh yeah, man. So they still do that, but it's just kind of an old-fashioned thing now. Yeah, it's, it's, it's still pretty common in mm -hmm. you know lower-income areas because dental, you know, implants and things like that. They're still they're still expensive, so it's difficult to afford. How much does a full set of implants say? Like I just got curb stomped and I have no. So teeth. if you don't have any teeth. <laughs> You're, it is, I mean, you might be able to get a deal from something because it's getting very, very corporatized. Yeah. So you can get deals. So it's similar. Like you can go and get the Ferrari of implants and teeth okay. for a hundred grand, um, or you can go and get the, I don't know, I gotta be delicate with this. Maybe the, <laughs> the Kia, yeah. the Kia of dental, the, the dental Walmart, of, the Walmart. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's a better option. And yeah, I mean, there, look, there's McDonald's type of dentistry yeah. and then there's super high end. Like, you know, you have Mastro's steak. Right. So the lower end, you know, maybe 20 or 30 grand huh. for a whole new set of permanent teeth. That's not too bad. It isn't too bad. Do you think mouthwash is a good idea? Mouthwash is all right. Yeah. It's mostly mouthwash is mostly just to freshen your, freshen breath, your breath, not clean your teeth. Not, not cleaning your teeth. Because I, I, I'm trying to, yeah, I feel like it helps get inside the gums and it's almost like it'll a substitute cleanse, for It'll flossing. cleanse and it reduces the, the load of bacteria. So it helps you, you know, freshen your breath. Mm -hmm. But... You need like physical removal of yeah. like particles of like food and bacteria and tartar and plaque. Have you ever put on a uh, grills? I have put on grills. Really? Yeah. It was like a celebrity. It wasn't so much celebrity. Some of it is for, like Halloween style. Huh. We've, we've had we've had a few you know like rapper types that want to get that going. <laughs> yeah. For you know a photo shoot things like that. Uh huh. Are they they're not permanent? They take them in and out. There are some that are permanent. The, type that we had put on where you can take them on and off if it's all silver or gold this was gold yeah wow so that's pricey pretty pricey you, you ordered the, is it like a special gold or it's just solid there gold? there is <laughs> there's dental grade gold wow yeah it's like still 98 percent gold though it's still i don't know if it's 98 percent. i think it's like about 75 percent it seems like kind of dangerous walking around and like you got a hundred thousand dollars in your mouth you know yeah, it is, but like people are walking around with $100,000 watches that are way easier to get off than, <laughs> than the teeth. Yeah, not these watches. No. I, this is my watch company. I don't, I don't know if you knew about it, but yeah, they're only like 100 bucks. It's your, you, you have a watch company? Yeah, yeah, this is my watch company. Nice. Yeah, Durden. Nice. Have you heard of mewing? No. Mewing, it's kind of this thing. Oh, oh mewing. Mewing. Yes, yeah. yes. I just read about that, read about that actually. Yeah, is that, you believe in that? 
It seems interesting. It's mostly if you have, it's, it's like a bite correction. Like if you have it, like a- Pretty much you just, you, you know, you keep the, your tongue on the roof of your mouth for most of your day. And then yeah. over years, it's supposed to define Bring your, your jaw, jaw into the right spot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's, it's not, pr- so that's the thing. Like most of the recommendations or all the recommendations that I make mm-hmm. are backed by years of science and they research. So I just <laughs> saw this on a post. I don't yeah, even know where. No, yeah. Well, I just saw it on YouTube like a month ago. It's, yeah. It kind of became this thing a little bit. Yeah. Things that are popular now that I'm not sure how credible they are is using like these charcoal toothpastes. Yeah. I see that a lot. You know, to whiten your teeth. What they're doing and that charcoal is a little abrasive. So it's like removing a layer of your tooth structure. So if something is stained, it's re- instead of like cleaning the stain, it's removing the layer. Oh. So for example, if your wall, you know, you something gets on the wall and you want to wipe it off, you're going to use, you know, a cleaning agent to clean it yeah. versus using like a rough, like a Scotch-Brite yeah. to scrape off the paint. Yeah. That's similar to what the, the charcoal does. So you don't recommend the charcoal toothpaste? No. Wow. Definitely not. And the the ADA has put out so many different memos about little to no actual like reproducible results of it actually making the teeth whiter versus damaging the enamel. Oh man. So the effectiveness is is not proven. When you damage the enamel, can it grow back? No. Never. No. Wow. It's the most it's the hardest surf, hardest substance in our body, but it's the most fragile too because you don't get it back. Um, and I've actually heard that there's some toothbrushes with brushes so like strong that that can brush off your enamel. Yeah. So that if it's a very hard toothbrush, a very abrasive toothbrush, yeah. you can do damage to your enamel and also to your gums. Cause that also, if you brush too hard, your gums can recede and that's also very difficult to grow back. Okay. So just don't brush too hard. Definitely. You want to put <laughs> a screen, extremely gentle pressure. Okay. And always up and down, right? You actually, you want to do like figure eight. Figure eight. figure eight, like circular. Yeah, you want to do circular. Huh? Do most of your patients have bad breath? Actually, no. I mean, we're we're in a pretty good area where my patients that are coming to me typically already have a dentist. They're already in pretty good shape, and they're coming for cosmetic stuff. Hmm. So we don't see, it. and there are a lot of for maintenance. Okay. If you're in an area where you're mostly operating under like an emergency situation or the patients there are coming because they have to come there, mm. then you're, that's where you kind of see more bad breath, yeah. more bacteria, more cavities, more infections. Is that why you wear a mask? You want to wear a mask for a couple of reasons. Yeah, you don't want to catch you know, whatever they have, so that helps block out mm-hmm. some of their saliva, some of their, if they have a cold, you don't want to get their spit on you, but you also don't want to give what you have to them. Okay. So you don't want to smell their breath, they don't want to smell yours. Hmm. Well, this has been great. We covered a lot. Yeah, no, I'm glad. Yeah. Thanks Absolutely. for being here. Oh, pleasure. That um, was pretty good. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, what do you want to shout out? You got a website or Insta? Yeah. So, at Dr. Joshua Guillaume is my Instagram handle. Great. Yeah, I'll and put that on the... The name of my office is LA Smiles Dental Spa. Sweet. So, we have a lasmiles.com is our website. Awesome. Yeah. If anyone has any questions, they can reach out to me via DM and give our office a call or email. All of our information is on the website too. Sweet. Thanks for watching and thanks for subscribing. I'll see you next week.